Good to see everybody here this afternoon. We're going to be talking about checking our motives, why you're here, why you, I don't have a screen that way, why we, uh, you want to make things a little bit more, I'll be over here, uh, why we worship the way that we do. You know, why are you here? That's the question, one of the questions I'd like to, for you to ask yourselves. Uh, Matthew 7, 21 through 23 says, not, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Men will say to me in that, last, in that day, Lord, Lord, haven't we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me. So this evening I want to ask you, what are your motives for being here? Proverbs 16.2 says, All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Brawlin can tell you that I'm right most of the time. <clears throat> Chest a little bit bigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. there's, a, uh, there's a saying that goes back to a, a Jewish uh, writer back around 150, 200 uh, B.C. And it's, it's where we get the phrase, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's something I would like for you to keep in your mind as we go through this lesson. Proverbs 21, verse number 2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth his hearts. God examines the intent of our heart. If we are doing the right thing, with the wrong motives, he knows. Proverbs fourteen twelve says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You know, sometimes our heart is in the right place, but we do the wrong thing according to God's Word. So we have two sides of this coin. Either we're doing the right thing with the wrong motive, or doing the wrong thing with the right motive. First, we're going to look at the right thing with the wrong motive. Matthew 23, verse number 27 through 20 says, it says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like unto white sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanness. Even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men. But, but within, you're full of hypocrisies and iniquity. Are you here for people to see you? You look good? Wearing your new clothes? Brolin and I, whenever we were, uh, just got married, we were traveling around looking for, different, uh, dip, looking for a church. And we, we went to this one, and uh, I was the only man there that didn't have on a three-piece suit. So I, I showed up in, in uh, a pair of jeans and a button-down shirt, and I was, I was way underdressed. And I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, the men of that congregation, that they, that's why they were you know, wearing their suits for people to see them. But, you know, are you here just to make an appearance is the question. Are you here for, for people to see you? Or are you here to worship God? 
Galatians 1 and 10 says, for, I do, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, should I not be the servant of Christ? Are you here to please your family or your friends? Are you here because uh, they want you to be here? Are you here because you don't want Brother David to call you and say, why weren't you at church? Because it happens. He holds you accountable. He wants to know why you weren't here on Sunday worshiping our Heavenly Father. You know, And he's not going to take it well whenever you say you were out fishing somewhere. It's just not going to go over well. Are you here to please others? Philippians 2 and 3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than themselves. Are you here to debate? Are you here to try to enlighten others and, and tell them how they ought to be living their life? How they ought to be worshiping? Are you here to prove other people wrong? To, to throw your agenda out there. Say, hey, you're not you're not doing what you need to be doing. One that I also kind of threw in with this is, are you here to gossip? Are you here to talk about the problems other people are having and and not having prayer being part of that, uh, that conversation. Why are you here? Maybe you're just here to check the boxes. If you want to grab a Bible, this is a little bit more lengthy reading. Matthew 6, 1 through 18. Checking the boxes. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 1 says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Skip on down to verse number 5. It says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues. Move down to verse number 17. When thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast. I guess verse number 16 would be a bit more than what I wanted. It says, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance. For they disfigure their face, and they may appear unto men to fast. Are you here just to check the boxes? Or are you here to to, for, for others to see you. What are your motives for being here today? These verses talk about doing, having the wrong motive for the things they were doing. The things they, weren't, they were doing weren't bad. They just had the wrong motive. 
Next, we're going to look at the wrong thing for the right motive. 1 Samuel 15, 21 through 23 says, But the people took of the spool, sheep, and oxen, and the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Uh, Saul was uh, in charge of uh, the Israelites, and he told them to, to Lord told them to go in uh, and destroy, utterly destroy the Amalekites. Anything, everything that the Amalekites owned, I think it's in verse number three, the, the Amalekites, the people, the children, the babies, the sheep, the oxen, all their stock, destroy it all. If it breathes air and it's tied to the Amalekites, you destroy it. You leave absolutely nothing. And Saul didn't do that. His people didn't do that. Verse number 22 says, As Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than, to, than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of the rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is the iniquity of idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. You know, I, I got a really good idea of how things should work. In my mind, I, you know, I'm, I got to figure it out. But is it what the Lord wants? 2 Samuel 6, verses 6 and 7 says, And when they came into Nachon's threshing floor, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen shook it. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and God smote him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of God. Now, although we may have good intention, intentions, is it what God wants from us? I know a lot of people, a lot of people that have very good intentions. I know a lot of people that truly do love the Lord. I would have to say that they are some, some of the best people that I know. They have very good intentions. But are they serving God the way He commanded them to? James 4.17 says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Out of all those people that I know that are good, righteous people, they all own one of these. Every single one of them owns a Bible. So I ask you in that last day, what is God's answer going to be to them whenever they say, Lord, we worshiped you on Sunday? We did all these wonderful works. We prayed to you. We prayed for the sick. We gave money to the poor. We helped them. But they didn't follow God's commandment. 
I do, part of me does realize that that these people uh, are in error of the truth. But the truth of the matter is they do not have any excuse because they own one of these. The answers on how we should worship our Heavenly Father is in this book. You don't have an excuse to err. There is no excuse. I feel like part of it is because they have not looked closely at the Scriptures. In Brother Jay's lesson this morning, he talked about the covenants. There's a lot of people that I know they're good Christian people that do not understand that. But it's in here. I mean, we just heard a lesson over it. It's in the Bible. What is your excuse? John 14, 15 says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Very, very simple. If you love the Lord enough, you should love Him enough to find out the truth. Search the Scripture. And know what is right and what is wrong. What is acceptable and what is not. So I ask you this evening, what is your motive for being here? Is it to serve the Lord? Is it out of love? To obey His commandments? You know, a lot of times I check myself, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we all are, but I'm, I am. I'm a creature of habit, especially in the wintertime because I just, I feed cattle Six days a week, go to church. Feed cows six days a week, go to church. So that's what I do. In the evenings, I you know, build fence or do something else, but feed cattle, go to church. Feed cattle, go to church. That's what I do. I, I get in these ruts. I encourage you not to, not to spend your time here in worship to the Lord in the rut. Sing, sing four songs, have a prayer, sing another song, listen to a guy, take of communion, you know, and your day goes on. It's just, it's the hamster wheel. It's just revolving. But is that all you're doing? Is all you're doing is running on that hamster wheel? Day in and day out? Just in the ruts. And not paying attention to what you're actually doing. The right thing with the right motives is what God wants from us. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ, Wheeler Area.